Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Oh, boy. Hey, everyone. I'm Dr. Pat. I'm the host of the Dr. Pat Show. And guess who's joining me here today? It's Autumn Seibel. Autumn! Autumn <laughs> Hi, Dr. Pat. In the house. Autumn is in the house. We're so excited to introduce Autumn to all of you. But I, I got to say, Benny's also in the house, right, Benny? Oh, yeah. Thanks, Pat. No problem. Just hanging out <laughs> back here, just doing the thing, doing the thing. Hey, Benny. Hey, good morning and good day. Yeah, there you go, Autumn. Uh, listen, this is about fabulous host uh, joining Transformation Talk Radio. And Autumn is somebody, you're going to hear her talk about what golden otter divinations are today. But we're going to give you a sneak peek at what's to come. Whether it's you know about uh, what the golden otter represents, what is it about mediumship that literally brings Autumn to the top of the list of people we want to chat with, then how do you integrate that into an incredible health coaching platform and beyond all that, what's the moon got to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> that, that and much more coming on the show today. But before we get started, listen, you know, I got to work with Autumn, you, you know, uh, oh, about six weeks ago. And we meet, and we talk about the show, we talk about the vision and what she wants to create. And, and certainly for us here at Transformation Talk Radio, that's what we love to do. Today, you're going to hear about her journey, her story, who she is, and why manifestation is so important to her and how that happens to show up in healing every aspect of the life so that you can open up the doorway for juicy stuff to show up. Autumn, it's great to have you here live. Yeah, thank you so much, Dr. Pat. I'm I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm trying to calm down. We live in D.C., but we're right by the Potomac River. So I'm looking at it right now, just trying to stay in the flow and <laughs> be calm. <laughs> oh, boy. And, you know, so they tell me back east, though, that you guys can't get it to stop raining. Yeah, it's it's really been raining. My plants are loving it, but um, my kiddos aren't. <laughs> No, I know. I know. And we're like, okay, uh, I lived in the Pacific Northwest and, of course, grew up on the East Coast. And I'm just saying, man, just give us a little bit of sunshine here and there. But that's what you're on the show for today. <laughs> you know what? I, actually, I don't really mind the rain. So speaking of the Pacific Northwest, I did my, I'm from Alaska originally, and did my undergrad in Oregon. So I got a lot done with the, all that rain in college. Oh. I mean, I was in the library all the time. And, oh. I, I loved, and then I was out playing rugby in it, too. So I kind of got to balance it but anyways. oh my gosh rugby <laughs> yeah yeah i played for the uh, university of oregon women's rugby team oh shout my out to gosh. my ducks out there <laughs> you want to know one of the most laughable bloopers that i've ever done yes. was okay this is like funny i know i'm 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 digressing a little bit i'm digressing but it's okay uh, I was talking about the Beatles once, and I was talking about I'm not a, I didn't grow up as a big Beatles fan, but I, there were some Beatles uh, songs that I really loved. And I was talking, I said, "Oh my God, do you guys want to hear what my best favorite song is? You're never going to guess it. You're never going to guess it. it's really kind of cool. It's not like the original." And I go to break, and I come back, and I say, "Okay, you ready for it? Here it is, Eleanor Rugby." And <laughs> of course, that's not the name of the song. That's yeah. actually a sport. So yeah. you're a rugby player. Yeah, yeah. My um, older brothers, all of my brothers played, um, and I got into it through one of those random things. You know, it's like a sent by spirit moment where I was on one track in college and a coincidental conversation in a Spanish class, in Spanish, mind you, led me to um, trying out for the team and then going on to play for all four years. And it was wow. hands down one of the best 
um, experiences of my life. It was one time, you know, one time, but it was the time when I joined a group because I'm not really a joiner. I'm not really a group oriented person. I don't like group thinking. I don't kind of get a little weary. It was the one time when I was part of a group that I felt like we were all moving in the same direction, cheering each other on. And it was just the epitome of like what like female sports should be where Mm -hmm. We just all had each other's back. I mean, when you're playing rugby, there's enough yeah. conflict and competition that you want to work with your team. And we did. And we, um, on and off the pitch, we had just really great experiences and a lot of camaraderie. And I remember yeah. it really fondly. So anyways, that's my Pacific Northwest. Oh, it's cool, though. <laughs> it, it is. It's cool because, you know, I, I don't think that it's... Um, I think it's hard to talk about the power of coming together collectively, mm-hmm. uh, especially when we're talking about sports. Mm-hmm. But that also teaches us some things. You know, the thing that I think most people probably are asking, or I was asking, you know, here we are, and we're talking about golden otter divinations. Mm-hmm. And so each of us, I think we have selected or have a totem, an animal totem, yeah. that we resonate with. Yours happens to be the golden the golden otter. Tell us about that spirit and what it means to you. Yeah, so like I mentioned, I grew up in Alaska and we um, have just amazing wildlife. And I have these brothers named August and Austin and I'm Autumn, all AU names, which my mom came up with as, um, it's AU's the atomic symbol for gold. And it's always kind of been my connection to my brothers and my connection to home as I've moved around the world, really, with my um, active duty military spouse. And so when I was building my company and kind of coming out publicly with my mediumship um, and stepping into owning what it is that I do, um, the golden otter just kind of took form. And then, um, yes, it's my personal spirit animal, golden otter, kind of a play on my my name, Autumn Otter. And... uh, and then divinations is the it's it's what we are doing when we're connecting um, to spirit. So divinations is all types of um, metaphysical tools. And I, as an educator by training, I uh, like to layer <laughs> I like to layer it in there. So that's where golden otter divinations. That's how it was born. Oh, uh, you know, I want to ask a question because I think many of us have had messages and clues along the way. Mm-hmm. To help us figure out, well, wait a minute, I might be called to do this. Well, wait, mm-hmm. I might be called to do that. How how did that happen for you? Um, how did you discover what you were meant to do, you know, as an intuitive, you know, amazing person out there helping other people, you know, educating people about the practice of mediumship and how to connect with their soul? How did you tap into that? You know, um, I mentioned on my in my on my website in my bio that uh, mm-hmm. my mom is a an internist, a medical internist, and mm-hmm. my whole life I was um, in the hospital, not thankfully as a patient, but um, as a as my mom's gal Friday. I followed her around. I lived lived in a rural community, so I was part of the life up there, and um, I would have these conversations with pioneers, what we call them in, in Alaska, and so many of them were not afraid of dying really. And some mm. really wanted to speed up the process. And, um, and and then some, on the other hand, were terrified. And that kind of always fascinated me and was something I took into my soul. And as I aged, I kind of realized um, that the things that I knew, and I would get in a lot of trouble for knowing as many psychic kids, kids out there or parents of psychic kids might attest to, um, I always kind of knew things that I shouldn't and um, or weren't at the forefront of conversation. And I just learned to button it up and never talk about it. And then as I aged um, and learned <laughs> that mm-hmm. the best way to um, talk about these things was to kind of layer it into a conversation or fold it in because I had no framework. I had no idea what a medium was. So there was this spiritual framework or metaphysical framework of understanding the universe that I was not privy to, um, just being raised in a rural area. And in my early 20s, I went and saw a medium for the first time in a town called Lilydale um, that many of your listeners probably are familiar with. And I walked in and I was like, oh my gosh, here they are. These are my people. You speak my language. (laughs) You understand me. And really the only other time I'd had that kind of that welcoming feeling was when I was in college, like I mentioned at University of Oregon, where my um, 
rugby team, we were all kind of a bunch of misfits. So we all fit in as misfits. And uh, anyways, when I got to Lilydale, it was the spiritual misfit community, if you will, where they were outside of the mainstream consciousness. But finally, I found people who spoke the same language of the soul that I did. And I was slowly over time able to kind of come out more publicly like I'm doing now to share that because it really is so much more normal than um, the mainstream gives credit for. And I see it. We're moving that way. Um, Our consciousness as a collective is moving in that direction. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, part of this too is each of us getting to explore where we are today and Mm -hmm. how it relates to the world of where we want to be. Um, and today we're going to talk more about mediumship, what it is, what does it mean to develop it? Um, mm-hmm. But also we're going to talk about your upcoming show. What excites you most when you're thinking about, oh man, I, I'm going to do a show. <laughs> um, I think just bridging the guests because, you know, I've got my lineup for the next six months and I've got so many more for the next, you know, <laughs> 2019, like I'm already kind of working through shows. And it's just so fun because these are the types of conversations that I would have on my own with individuals, but to be able to record it and then share it because mm-hmm. it, it's just such a, a, a larger platform when you have these really amazing conversations that then stop there at your dining room table or in a church basement yeah. or on a, on a front porch. And you're like, wow, what a cool conversation. I wish we could have shared that. Now, now on the radio, we can. So yeah. that's exciting for me. You know, it's kind of funny because um, we've been called a lot of things over a 15-year mm-hmm. period. Most of them pretty okay. <laughs> but the the latest, uh, you know, the the latest thing which I had to wrap my mind around, and I just started talking about it, was about six months ago when we started to talk about our podcasting network that's soon to be launched. Mm-hmm. Um, and and somebody uh, coined the frame uh, the phrase. They said, you, you people, I love it when they do that. You people, <laughs> you people, you're, you're the Disney of podcasting. And I thought <laughs> for a minute, okay, what does that actually mean? Yeah. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to ask Autumn what she thinks that means. I'm oh, still exactly. trying to figure it out. But I think <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's take a short break, everybody. When we come back, mediumship. Yep, there's no middle ground when it comes to that, boy. How do you learn it and what can you do about it? Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Have you ever wondered if there's a way to heal the deep, hidden inner issues, wounds, beliefs, and traumas? The journey into spiritual healing engages people in all areas of their lives to heal themselves and others. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as Dr. Jaffe brings conversations of healing of body, mind, and spirit as he merges the excellence of traditional medicine with the beauty of spiritual healing. For more information about Dr. Jaffe, this show, and his work, visit drjaffemd.com. The TheAngelLady.net 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 Sue Storm, theangellady.net. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day, we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. 
please join us for a transformational conference with five, that's right, five of the leading pioneers in the fields of science and spirituality, all in one place. Join best-selling authors and teachers, Greg Braden, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Lynn McTaggart, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and Lee Carroll in both individual workshops as well as a weekend of keynote presentations and panel discussions. At this extraordinary event, you'll get to experience some of the brightest leaders of our world today, empowering you with groundbreaking new information, deep wisdom, and practical tools to transform your life. Come connect with others and expand your consciousness in beautiful Nanaimo on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, June 14th through 19th. For more information or to register for what some are expecting to be one of the best conferences of 2018, visit shalohaproductions.com. That's S-H-A-L-O-H-A productions.com. Or visit the individual speakers' websites. <laughs> oh, my God. I think That's we a- got some music for you. Yeah. Oh, I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm joined here today by... Autumn Seibel. And guess who else? <laughs> the golden boy, Benny. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> you are the golden boy, and they do call you that, Benny, by the way. Why, thank you. Yeah, boy. It's like, well, thank you very much. Uh... Uh Uh-oh, did I just channel Elvis? Okay, let's get back on trap. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I did. I channeled Elvis. Mediumship, perfect. But before we go there, uh, listen, folks are going to want to know, how do we we tune in and have some fun with Autumn? And then um, let's talk about your website, how folks can find out more about you. So let's stop for a moment and just give out some information. Yeah, um, so the easiest way to get a hold of me is my website. It's goldenotter.us. So it's golden, like the precious metal, and otter, like the precious animal, .us. I love that. I love that. (laughs) Um, And then also, we have a giveaway for the show today, Benny, and we're going to talk about what it is in a minute. It's one free annual membership to Lunar Manifestations. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. I'm going to have to move that segment up a little bit. Okay. but let's talk about mediumship first. Uh, mm-hmm. For a really long time, and I've said this before and people yell at me all the time, for a really long time, we did not understand what mediumship was. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally used to thank, I used to thank Sylvia Brown. Mm-hmm. And what was the show that Sylvia Brown was on, Benny, all the time? Um, gosh, I can't remember it now, but I could see the guy as if it was yesterday. Um, because they brought this conversation to the mainstream. You know, she was a regular guest on his talk show. She was like on at least like four or five times a month. Um, They formed a team and they sort of changed the narrative for people. Mm -hmm. But I still think we didn't understand what mediumship was. Fast forward to where we are today. The energy has accelerated. You know, we're out here now. You're teaching people about what this means. Mm -hmm. But more than that, it's essential in the world we live in today. Essential. Mm -hmm. Not process the information we're getting as fast as we're getting it. How do you see this in the world? Do you think it's essential? And what is a developing medium? What does that look like? (laughs) Yeah, so... For me, um, I, I always call myself a developing medium because I'm, you know, still young in my practice. I'm still early in my practice. I'm still early in owning these gifts that we all are born with. And that's the first thing I always say to anybody, like, oh, mediumship, I don't know anything about that. I could never do that. I go, no, everyone is born with these gifts. It's it's a sense, not even a gift, it's a sense. So it's like we all are born with five faculties, right? Hearing, taste, um, sight, smell, and touch. We are also have the sense of intuition, of knowing. And I think human beings have kind of evolved away from that in the the world that we live in. We don't need our intuition as much because we have other ways of communicating. Um, And just like you can, you know, develop all of your senses as you're a baby or into um, adolescence, or if you have one that doesn't work, you find uh, workarounds for it. Mediumship is something that everyone can learn. And, um, I guess because I'm an educator by trade, when I I taught um, high school social studies, I still teach high school social studies, um, I taught for over a decade, and I always want to get to the root of um, how we can, how anybody can do anything uh, on their own and not having to rely on an external source. So with mediumship, 
the idea of having to always go to somebody always kind of put me off. And because I wasn't raised around um, knowing what it was, I was like, well, why can't we all just do it? Like, what what is it about these these people yeah. that is so different? <laughs> when really we're all these people, it's just a matter of how tuned in we are and how willing to be vulnerable we are because you have to be willing to put yourself out there. And um, so for me, I go to development circles. Um, we I'm in a private closed circle and then I also attend um, open circles and I have a show with a um, clairvoyant Brian Eklund coming up. Um, where we talk about how um, what how to you know get involved in development circles, what they are, where you can find them, and the details of that. Um, but essentially, it's a space where you go to get education on connecting to spirit and understanding the lexicon of spirit. So, well, I, I think that this is part of a, the conversation where most people, um, you know, don't stop for a minute uh-huh. to actually ask themselves the question. You know, is this even possible for me? We automatically uh, self-exclude. We automatically say, oh, that's not me. I, I don't have that gift. I don't know how to learn it. I, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin. But I think what you're doing is you're really opening up the door for people to say, yeah, it's all of us, right? Yeah. See, like that right there hits me at the heartstrings because like I said, like as an educator and I'm a public school Mm -hmm. educator, that would be like saying to any child in my class, you know, 10 of you, you are gifted and special and you can do anything in the world. The other 20 to 30 of you, eh, if you can, you know, get by in life, that's awesome. No, you don't go into education going, I'm only going to focus on developing a select few. Like we all come into this earth, we come here for a reason. And, you know, people show up in your classroom for a reason each year. And earth is our classroom. And this is where we're all learning our our spiritual lessons in the physical. And so mm-hmm. I guess as an educator, that, that strikes at my core. And, you know, there's a lot of conditioning as a society that we have to um, peel back to understand that we're all worthy of of utilizing these mm-hmm. gifts that we're given. And you can call it God, the universe, source, divine, whatever language you're comfortable with, um, the God of your own understanding. They wouldn't have, you know, you wouldn't have showed up here on earth and like had your gifts taken from you. Yeah. It just doesn't, you know? Anyways. Yeah. Well, you know, I love that. I mean, that, you know, that phrase, God of my own understanding, God of your own understanding, that came right out of the AA or the 12-step program. Yeah. You know, to really cut across boundaries of saying, wait a minute, you know, let's incorporate spirituality into every day of our lives, even the day of our lives where we're saving ourselves. And that understanding is so powerful in the world we live in. You know, what what is it like to be you is my question on it. So here you are, you're a medium, you're a mom, you're a military wife, radio show host, you're all of this. And, you know, here you are and you're like happy. You're like a happy energy too. Aw, thanks. Yeah, you know, um, I, I guess I've experienced enough contrast in my life to realize mm, yeah. that, um, you know, when you're happy, it is just okay to be happy and to to tune into that because there's enough sadness in the world and enough hurt and heartache that um, it's not that I don't have that. Trust me, I do. But I I choose to be happy. I choose to focus on the positive. And I, I don't have my head in the sky. I'm very aware of world events. My husband's active duty military, you know. Um, but also I've just seen the divine hand at work or spirit at work enough in my life that if I have a moment where I'm I'm in the ebb, I know that the flow is coming. And I just, I stay tuned to that frequency of expecting good and then good comes in. I mean, I manifested this beautiful home on the Potomac River because when we were moving to D.C., I kept thinking, I want a view of the Washington Monument, and I know that there's water in D.C. Wouldn't it be good? We were moving from South America, from Paraguay, where I was just trying to, you know, make it to the grocery store and get what I needed in Spanish every day and not come home with the wrong things. And when we showed up in D.C. through a series of events, we were gift, not gifted, but we found the most beautiful, perfect home for us. And it's because I held in my mind this image of what would bring me happiness and what would bring me joy. And I didn't know enough about, you know, where we were moving to filter, to to have anything really negative in there. So my filter was Washington Monument River. And I'm sitting here right now looking at the Washington Monument and the Potomac River. I'll send you guys a picture if you want to see. 
but it's just about filtering out things and knowing that there's, there's, you know, there's more at play. Yeah. And the, the more at play that happens is more at play for each and every one of us. We're mm-hmm. going to take a short break and we come back. We're going to talk a little bit. Uh, yep. As I said before, we're going to talk a little bit about what? Yes. Absolutely. Talking about lunar manifestations. What do they mean? <laughs> but when we come back, what does it mean to incorporate, incorporate lunar manifestations plus mediumships plus how we can take our life to the next level and not just about what we do in the world, but how we strengthen our resilience, our resolve, you know, yeah. how we stay healthy and fit at body, mind, and spirit, all of the above. And what do you think that has to do with anything? We'll take it from somebody that knows everything. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Barbara Scheidegger, clinical hypnotherapist and founder of Swiss Hypnotherapy. And this is a tip with purpose. Be willing to make a change for the good. If you want to know what your thoughts were like in the past, look at your body today. If you want to know what your body will be like in the future, look at your thoughts today. This was Deepak Chopra who said that. And it's true. But it's never, ever too late to make a change. And many things can be reversed. If you put your mind into it and make an effort, now you can make the change and tomorrow you will feel much better. Start now and look forward. Past is the past. There's no future in it. But in the now, you can find the future for tomorrow. I hope this tip helps you. You can reach me at swisshypnotherapy.com. Are you looking for the perfect setting for your next workshop or retreat? At Spirit Fire Meditative Retreat Center, cultivating consciousness is what we do best. Our guests count on us to create an atmosphere that supports serenity and well-being. We lead from the heart and create space for the mind. Freshly prepared meals designed with local and organic ingredients, 95 acres of beautiful woods and pastures, and a facility built with green in mind. This is what you'll find at Spirit Fire. For more information, visit spiritfireretreatcenter.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. Could you swim with sharks? Is fear holding you back from living your life? The time is now to jump in and be courageous. Shelly Ryan has created a retreat to help you move past your fears with confidence. Join her June 30th through July 7th in Mexico. Have some fun, relax. Plus, you'll have the opportunity to be courageous with a whale and shark adventure. For more information, visit yournextchaptercoaching.com. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome. What an introduction. I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm joined here by one of our upcoming hosts. Are you ready? Get ready for this. Joining me here today is... Autumn Seibel. <laughs> Golden Otter Divination. So today, this is an introduction. I want all of you to know how to find out more. Um, before we start to talk a little bit more, I'm going to jump right over there to lunar manifestations mm-hmm. and what does it mean to understand what health and well-being really could be. Please give us your website one more time. Yeah, it's goldenotter.us. So golden, like the precious metal, and otter, like the precious animal, .us. I love it. All right. <laughs> now, we, there, you and I were talking during the break, and we mm-hmm. were talking about, listen, you can have the most robust vision and dream in the world. You could be out there doing radio shows, TV shows. You could be going to work at a job. 
you know, you could be whatever you're doing, cleaning homes. It doesn't matter. I, I pretty much have done a lot of all of that. But the thing that will get you every time mm-hmm. is if we do not care for our body, what goes in it, along with our mind, what goes in it, along with our spirit. And, that, mm-hmm. and you know, this really talks to what you discover in your choice to become a health coach. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's so funny. I was just sitting here thinking like, why did I, like, what was the <laughs> reason? Why did I become a health coach? I've got my master's in education. I'm a high school history teacher by trade and I love my chosen career path. And, you know, once I started having children, I've got two little ones, a five and a two-year-old. I was fully responsible for their health. And it's like, God gives you these perfect, healthy little angels. And I'm like, I can't mess this up. I've got to keep them healthy. But I was like, what was it that made me want to do it for myself and and for my family? And I remember um, when I was up at Lilydale, first kind of learning about how I could become a medium or even just, you know, what mediums were. Um, I was sitting with um, a medium named Lynn Wiltsey, and she's no longer up at Lilydale. Um, She's retired now. Um, Hi, Lynn, if you're listening, I miss you. but she said, you know, she said something that struck me. She she kind of almost dissuaded me from mediumship. And she goes, there are no healthy mediums, honey. Like, you, you don't want to do this. It is hard work. It's hard on the body. And it's it's just hard on your energy systems. And I kind of looked around and I looked at a lot of the mediums. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's absolutely right. Yeah. But I'm a little bit stubborn. And I was like, well, shoot, if there's going to be a medium, I'm going to be the healthiest darn medium that I can be. Because if you want to, if you know, you're channeling spirit and they're always saying, like, stop these bad habits and start these good <laughs> habits. You start listening. Um, and so anyways, that's kind of how I got into health coaching. And again, I've, my fam- I come from a family of healers in a traditional sense, you know, doctors and nurses and physician assistants, chiropractors. Um, but for me, it was about taking my health into my own hands and working um, as a partner with my medical care providers. And it's just like my mediumship. Like I take that into my own hands. And I take responsibility for developing it. Same thing with my health. I don't give away my power. And that's what I always am trying to educate others on. Well, I I mean, I think that there is something that is so important in what you said. I mean, there are so many people listening to this show, whether you're listening live or you're listening to the podcast, it doesn't matter. You know, you're listening because you have a higher vision for yourself and the planet. And Mm -hmm. so that means that there is something inside of everyone here today that is being called to step forward, step out, and take action. Mm-hmm. And if that is going to be your yes game, then you have to make sure that you don't do uh, what I didn't do. You don't go down the path I went and really not be aware that as you bring more of the energetics in, mm-hmm. your body really is a temple. Mm-hmm. Your mind really is a temple. Mm-hmm. And there are things we should start to do. Let's talk about what you've seen in the world as people go out there and they take their dream. How many stories have you heard of folks all of a sudden getting sick? I, I yeah. Three of our hosts right now, brand new, brand new to hosting, brand new to launching a brand. It's like, OMG. Yep. Yep. Your body is this. Um, finely tuned machine that is there to tell you about what's going good and what's not going so great. And anytime I used to get sick, it would be like, go to the doctor or wait until I crashed and burned and then ended up in the emergency room and deal with it then. But now I try to be as uh, more conscious about what it is that my body is trying to tell me. And, you know, like we mentioned at the start of our show, we've evolved so much and we live in these highly technical worlds that are physical vessels sometimes get um, overlooked for the knowledge that is stored within them. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's what it's about, I guess, tuning into what is your body trying to tell you? You just mentioned, I just went through a a little health crisis of my own and it it was this um, metaphysical moment where I was going, okay, if I'm supposed to be, if I'm supposed to keep going down this path that I'm going through, I will get through this health situation and come out better. And if not, it was the perfect excuse to just stop and just shut everything down. 
but it's like, that doesn't feel right. And that doesn't make me feel better. So it's like seeking wellness through what feels best, Mm -hmm. I guess is, you know, Abraham Hicks talks a lot about that kind of like feeling better is the, you know, the way through things. And so. No, it's not. And, you know, part of this too is what I get to look at too is, you know, when you're entering into something that takes you in the outer world, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of different energies that come at you. Oh, for sure. Um, And even in the workplace today, I mean, for years I was a corporate consultant Mm -hmm. and the energy of uh, corporate America right now, what it means to work there, you really have to build up your stamina Mm-hmm. Uh, and your spiritual resilience. You mm-hmm. absolutely have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So let me, let's get to one of my favorites to talk about. Okay. Lunar manifestation. Yeah. This is like, okay, lunar, like the moon. The moons, yeah. The moon. Uh, love the moon. Uh, always have loved the moon. Uh, never really understood the power of it. Didn't understand, you know, the whole astro- astrology, especially around my chart. Mm-hmm. You know, my sun's in one place, my moon's in another. My I split eight planets into four houses and two signs. <laughs> and, you know, Capricorn and Sagittarius, you know, are they going to live happier ever after? Well, I'm still trying to figure that out. But yeah. understanding the moon and lunar manifestations is a lifelong journey. Tell us about this and, you know, how you work with this. Yeah. So for me, it came um, came up kind of informally. I, I'm a big manifester. I believe in our power to draw in whatever whatever we seek, um, good and bad. So that's why really setting clear intentions to draw in the positive is so important. Um, but I kind of found myself in the manifestation world Uh, like setting goals and making vision boards and then not really tending to it. Like I I made a vision board a couple years ago. And then when I finally checked back in, I was kind of frustrated the whole year, like none of this is happening and oh, I'm so frustrated. And then I kind of paused and I went in, I looked and granted I kept it in a back cupboard. So what did I expect? It's not like I kept it out on display. Um, And everything had come true. I was like, wow, I manifested everything on my vision board. But I that year I kind of had, I was like crunchy all year. Like, oh, this is like hard and I'm not enjoying it. But at the end of the year, I'd manifested everything. So uh, to, to kind of uh, refine the process, I was like, what can I do again? I'm an educator. I like planning. I like backward planning. I like strategy and um, reaching goals. And so I go, what can I do like kind of to, that feels right for me to track my manifesting and being from Alaska and being really tuned in with the seasons. Um, you know, we have really short summers, so we get a lot of moon up in Alaska. Yeah. Um, I started, you know, tracking the cycles of the moon and planting my intentions um, at the at the new moon, checking mm. in with those intentions at the full moon and harvesting what was working and pruning away what was no longer working. Mm. And then just working through the different phases of the moon. And then the more I sort of talked about it with friends, they're like, wait a second, I want to manifest with you. And then it kind of, it was a really informal thing. And then like, okay, well, I'll put it up on my website so we can in a private way, because sometimes people don't want to share what they're manifesting, um, you know, because it can be very private. You might not yeah. want to share your inner desires with another person. And so I set up a way for people to privately share that with me um, or or post it in a way that they feel comfortable because there's other social media platforms Um and, you know, we all know what's going on in the news. I've always kind of stayed away from those more because of the energy, because it's just like a giant smorgasbord in yeah, a lot of yeah. social media platforms. <laughs> so much noise. Because um, I can look at a picture of somebody and their dead relative will come in. I go, oh, her grandma's trying to talk to her. Huh. I wonder, you know, how I can let her know that. But I stay in my lane. Um, but anyway, so that's where the uh, Lunar Manifestations Forum Came in. Well, you know, I think one of the most interesting misconceptions we have, and I want to talk about this when we come back from break, is the difference between the new moon and the full moon okay. um, and any other moon in between. I think yeah. that, you know, people see this new moon, then they see the full moon, and I think we flip them up. I think, you know, because the full moon is this big, big, you know, right? Mm -hmm. We think, oh, the full moon must mean this, but it doesn't. And I think let's touch upon this when we come back. But also, how do these cycles fit into our life cycles? How do they fit in to what we want to create? And how do they guide us 
to like manifest what? All right, let's take a short break, everybody. <laughs> Autumn's in the house. We'll be right back. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from running your life? Join award-winning author Dr. Friedemann Schaub for Empowerment Radio and learn breakthrough solutions to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with great ease, joy, and purpose. Tune in the first and third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific to Empowerment Radio with host Dr. Friedemann Schaub on Transformation Talk Radio. Visit thefearandanxietysolution.com to learn more. Learn how to be you in today's world on New Soul Radio. Follow host Ruby Betty each month on Transformation Talk Radio as she introduces new rules for new souls in these new times. As a powerful spiritual thought leader, modern mystic, and clairsentient, Ruby Betty is propelled toward a single goal, to awaken human beings to their fullest potential. For more information on Ruby and her work, visit rubybetty.co. The Janice Underwood Show, helping you create the life you want, not the life you tolerate. Tune in each Monday, 9 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as Janice delves into the life creator system and the next step in your spiritual evolution. Janice Underwood is gifted at helping spiritually minded people shift their mindsets to unleash the creator within. Our souls wish to wake us up. Those of us listening, hear the call. Do you? For more information, visit JaniceUnderwood.com. Ignite your inner magic on Grow Your Soul Radio with Jane Matanga. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Jane Matanga explores how to overcome your fears to help you gain the inspiration you need to awaken your path to joy. Learn the way to life mastery and the enlightened path with Grow Your Soul Radio. For more information on Jane Matanga and her work, visit enlightened-path.com. What is a brilliant culture and how do we create them? Why are they important? Claudette Rowley has created a breakthrough five-step process to help you align your culture with your business strategy for exceptional results. Looking for a culture that drives organizational excellence? Listen to Cultural Brilliance Radio, the second and fourth Friday of each month at 10 a.m. Pacific and 1 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. To learn more or work with Claudette, visit culturalbrilliance.com. To see your life from an angel's perspective, book a personal consultation with Claire Candy Hoff, angelic walk-in angel Ariel at Angel Healing House. Candy provides intuitive counseling, Reiki, and angel readings in person in Los Angeles or nationally and internationally via phone or Skype. She will channel the practical tools you need to transform your life. Call now, 831-277-3716 or visit angelhealinghouse.com. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, everybody, welcome back. I'm Dr. Pat. And this is Autumn Seibel. Autumn's getting ready to do a show. Yep, we were just chit-chatting during the break. What a small world. Uh, Autumn, before we get into talking about the moon a little bit, again, how can people find out more about you and, yeah, all of the above? Yep, so uh, the easiest way to contact me is my website. It's goldenotter.us. So golden, like the precious metal, and otter, like the precious animal, dot U-S. Awesome. <laughs> fly me to the moon, right? It's all there. It's the blue moon. It's fly me to the moon. And actually, we went through a couple cycles where we did have a blue moon. Yeah. You know, it's the moon. It's the changing of the moon. It's the lunar transitions. It's that, werewolves, all of the above, mm-hmm. the moon. And yet. We don't understand the lunar cycles, and yet the ancient wisdoms and customs, the people that literally looked at these and honored these cycles, they really designed their life around the energy of this. I know this is a shorter segment, and I I just want to give us a sneak peek about what you discovered. Yeah, so I guess speaking to that, I grew up in an agricultural community in Alaska. I don't know if you guys ever watched um, late night talk show TV back in the 90s. I mean, they probably still do it. And they'd have these giant world's record-setting pumpkins and just these huge vegetables. So that's my hometown. I grew up in this um, valley called the Matanuska Valley. It was really fertile um, fertile soil. And everything was done in, in cycles, by planting cycles. 
And um, the moon, our, our, you know, in, indigenous people always use the moon, which is the Earth's only natural satellite. You know, before we had satellites up in space able to tell us where we were on our phones, we had the moon. Um, and so getting back in touch with that um, organic knowledge, that innate part of our humanity um, was really important to me and kind of how lunar manifestations uh, was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and tracking the eight phases of the moon, and each one is here to teach us something, you know. So the new moon, which is when the moon is completely obscured, obscured and you can't see it in the sky, is when um, we kind of go into ourselves and think, like, what what do I want to manifest in my life? What do I want to bring in in this kind of clear energy where nothing is really illuminated? Mm. And then we work through a two-week phase until the full moon. And that's when we check in with those intentions. So I always recommend people write it down. I do monthly rituals on my website where I give a new moon ritual on how people um, can cultivate whatever intentions they want throughout the month. And at the full moon, we check in on those intentions. Like, okay, what is working and what is is ready to be let go of? You know, maybe maybe you had something at the new moon two weeks previous that you're like, this is gonna happen and I'm gonna pull this into physical form, you know, from the ether. And then you get to two weeks, you're like, you know what, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. If it's really meant to be, it will come back in another moon. But in that moment, just acknowledging that um, you know, force isn't gonna make something grow. So you just kind of let things mm. organically fall away at the full moon. And then as we come back around again to the new moon, things kind of manifest. And and I always recommend people keep track because it's so easy to forget. You know, sometimes I'll get a free parking space or I'll get freebies all the time and I'll forget. Like, oh, I'm not really manifesting much lately. And it's like, well, that's just, I'm not not manifesting. I'm just not <laughs> writing it down. So then I'll go back and I'll look. I go, oh, wow, I've got like $5,000 this month. And I didn't even realize it because it's things that, you, I, I personally end up taking for granted, like, oh, I didn't have to pay to see my healthcare provider. I didn't have to, you know, whatever it may be. Right. Um, but it's 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 the paying attention to it, you know. So our our energy flows where our attention goes, and if you are being mindful of that, um, you can really see some incredible changes. And the moon works, like I said, in two week cycles and then six month cycles. So. I'll go with Capricorn because I'm a Capricorn. Um, the Capricorn <laughs> new moon was um, January 16th. And now um, this coming June 28th is the Capricorn full moon, which is a strawberry full moon, which I've got my, I've got links to it on my website. Um, and what I planted six months ago is now fully coming into form. Um, I, I mean, our, my, my, wow. radio show, I mean, last year, I, I um, two years ago, I wanted to write a book and get published. And I put that down as my um, goal or, you know, what I wanted to manifest. And um, when I, like I said, when I looked back a year later, I was like, okay, it's not in written form, but I'm a published online author in my day job as a curriculum developer Wow! um, at a level that I never could have imagined, like the scale that my lessons reach. I'm like, that's more than my brain even could, could put it, wrap, you know, it's more than I could wrap my head around (laughs) But I set the intention, so, and it came into form. Well, you know, I love that we're talking about this because I, I, I oh my gosh, I want to just hit on this one thing. Um, a lot of times we sit down, we put our intentions in place, whatever that is. And, you know, I'm going back six years too, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, six months. And it's fascinating when I think about what you just said. Um, and I think about, uh, I, and I told you this, I'm a Sagittarian, four planets in Sag, four in Capricorn. My moon is in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. And so I started to think about what we put in motion. And now, six months later, it's all of a sudden, there are like a hundred things all coming together mm-hmm. at once, right? Yeah. How, what, what, what is that? What That's is that cycle? What, what is the divine what is going on? <laughs> They're handling the big picture while we work on the details each month. Um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes it, things just take a little bit to to get into the exact right place. It's like if you try to force things too much, you know, infinite intelligence has this 
great plan for our lives. And when we try to force things into place, we get frustrated when it doesn't work, when it's like, wait a minute, maybe I should actually give thanks for this obstacle because it's either slowing me down or making me look at something I otherwise wouldn't look at so that when the full picture comes together, it's this beautiful mosaic that we could not have planned. You know, you couldn't have put every piece into motion when it needed to be in motion. And that's why, you know, it's just, it's just fun, like co-creation being here on earth. <laughs> yeah. You know, as we take a look and we start to think about where we are today and we see these things showing up and what I mean by showing up, I mean, it's not like, quote, they're done. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, but they're in a place now where you've done a lot of work mm-hmm. and you're starting to see let's say it was an idea to get something done. Now it's manifesting in a concrete Mm -hmm. direction, Mm -hmm. right? Is that the kind of information we can pull from the, you know, from the lunar manifestations really to understand the moving parts because there are moving parts. And I know your show is going to help people with this too. Yeah, a lot of it is um, having faith and giving it up to spirit. So I don't use spirit for absolutely everything I do. But in those moments when I'm like, okay, I can't on this physical plane with my human mind and my human emotions get this done the way that I would like it to be done or the way that would, you know, make be of the highest and best for everybody involved, not just me, because we're all involved. And what I think is best for me may not be of the highest for somebody else. And I try to stay in awareness of that. So I give it up. I'm like, spirit, you guys handle this. And sometimes I have, you know, specific spirits I call on for certain things. And other times I'm like, whoever is around who wants to step in and make your presence known so I can reach out to you for this, please do. <laughs> you know, I've got some army army generals, some World War One army generals who come in. They've been helping me with a, you know, a curriculum project. And I'm like, thank you so much for showing up, General Pershing. He's like, thank you, sir. Oh my God, so much fun. This is going to be so much fun. We're so looking forward to your show. Again, thank you so much for today. One last thing, uh, please let folks know how they can find out more about you. And then I want to ask you uh, what your personal message is. What, What would you like to leave us with until next time? Oh my gosh. So uh, you can reach me at goldenotter.us. That's golden like the precious metal and otter like the precious animal. And my message would be uh, to choose happiness in, in whatever way you can and be good to yourself. Be good to yourself. I love that, it. That radiates outwards. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, my mom used to say, she used to say in her Southern drawl, mm-hmm. honey, the butt stops here. <laughs> <laughs> Autumn, thank you so much. Benny, thank you so much. And most importantly, thank all of you so very, very much. Thank you for being you. Thank you for tuning us in. Thank you for turning us on. And thank you for holding up the high vibration for the world, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you. audio was via a Skype call.